How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees. If you see me on the YouTube channel and I look extremely blue, it's because I am. There's a huge blue background behind me. They're doing some construction outside, and for some reason, this is like the blue room now. But I'll tell you what. It's not so happy, uh, this segment today, and we're talking about the injuries to Carlos Rodon, Lou Trevino, and notably the Rodon one. This is something that came out of left field. You know, he really did not look great in his first spring training start. His velocity was down. Command was poor. Gave up a home run or two. Was And we kind of, like, shook it off. You're like, you know, first spring training start happens to the best of him. Garrett Cole got smacked around by Detroit last year a couple times. You know, nothing to be too concerned about. But now... We find out Carlos Rodon is going to start the start the regular season on the injured list. This is obviously not ideal. The injured list, you know, could be on it for a couple of weeks. You know, um, Aaron Boone said best case scenario, he'll be back in April. That's the best case. So maybe you're looking at a May return and as like a you know more aggregate uh, you know result or um, situation here. But I'll tell you what. This is a huge blow. We don't necessarily have a ton of information on this, so we're going to try and give you guys as much as we have via all the reports coming out right now. But Ryan, you know, what are your thoughts and what are you hearing about the Carlos Rodon injury? Yeah, so just based on what I understand with what's going on here, um, you know, the Yankees did testing, right? This is different than other injuries, right? Where, you know, it's like the Montas thing where it's like, oh, it's just a shoulder injury. We're just going to shut him down for a little bit, uh, you know. It's the Yankees did their testing. Um, they had their doctors run testing. They ran imaging. Uh, they did an MRI. There's nothing there that would suggest UCL damage. The UCL is intact. Um, the muscle that he strained in his forearm isn't the one that necessarily uh, correlates with UCL injury the most. That doesn't mean that there's not a potential UCL injury that could surface resurface down the road. That's not what I'm suggesting. Uh, but it's that it's less. It's not. It's the best possible news you could get for a forearm strain um now as you mentioned you know he's not he's going to be out right he's going to miss time it's interesting how it's being reported upon because if you look at how marley rivera reported upon this injury um you know it's you know when she was listing the three injuries we got today with rodon canley and trevino um she just put you know rodon gonna be late for the regular season or behind in his throwing program uh whereas the other two guys were listed with genuine injuries so the way i view it is this is a precautionary thing i think the yankees you know i uh, yesterday's episode was uh, was one that I think I got a little more animated about because it was Montas pitching through injury, which was probably the stupidest thing you could do, right? Take a guy who's a high-valued asset on your team and, you know, risking their long-term uh, health to try to get a couple starts out of them. This isn't to say April baseball isn't important. You can lose a division. You can put yourself behind the eight ball in April. Um but would I rather, you know, not have Rodon, you know, for he's not throwing for seven to 10 days right now. Um, we'll get to look and see in seven to 10 days how this is progressing. If he is throwing again in seven to 10 days, right, then you assume the buildup is also around seven to 10 days, maybe a little bit longer. Let's say it's Let's say it's a whole month of throwing on top of that, those seven to 10 days, right? You add a month from now, April, April 9th, uh, add like 10 days to it, April 19th. I think that's a pretty realistic time frame to, to uh, look at Rodon coming back. Um, you know, it's best case scenario because that's a best case scenario is there's no setbacks, right? Um, and best case scenario is usually the one that happens. Typically, you don't have a guy set back too crazy when they're getting when they are coming back from injury that doesn't mean that there's not a chance that doesn't mean that there's no chance that he doesn't have a setback um but you know i i want people to from i want people to know that this isn't just like brian cashman estimating when he's going to come back and brian cashman estimating what the injury is um this this is this is coming straight from the medical staff uh this isn't again this isn't just brian cashman talk in my eyes if it was it would just be like oh you know it's something minor you know we'll run some testing on it later and then he's out of the you know he's not around the team for three days and then it comes out it's there's 
a bigger injury that comes out. Um, but Carlos O'Don reportedly dealt with this last May. Um, he had a near six ERA. His strikeout to walk rate was the worst of any month uh, of that season. The way I view it is, you know, you're, you're not going to try to run a guy out there pitching injured, run, you know, potentially make it get worse. Number one, after you gave him a six year deal. And then number two, why would you want a guy to start off his Yankee career pitching injured, right? Like if he puts up that six ERA over the first month with the Yankees, like that, that can really put you behind the eight ball, not just in the sense of, you know, you're, you're not going to have a great start to your year, but you know, this New York media, this New York crowd, they will dog on you. These guys, Yankee fans will start booing if he had a six ERA by the end of April. Um, I think that's fair to say. You, you don't want, you just, you really don't want to push him right in start. You don't want to push him if it's not an October start. If you know, tomorrow was game set game seven of the world series. The Yankees are asking him to give them at least three or four innings. Right. And he, they're, they're, they're asking if he can give it that to them. This is April. This is spring training. They're not going to ask Carlos Rodon to push himself and, and potentially, um, you know, have a strain in a, in, in a muscle that would be close to that UCL or have a strain to that actual UCL. Um, so that's, that's the way I view it. Um, you know, we'll find out more information next few days, but I think this is precautionary. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brian Hoke just actually tweeted out as you were speaking that for the clarification, Carlos Rodon's strain is to the brachioradialis which is located on the lateral forum. A lot of people, for some reason, in the comments are saying that's a good thing, um, that it's not associated with the UCL. So I guess I have no – I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I have no idea. But some people are like, oh, thank God. So maybe they know more than I do, um, and they have a little bit more knowledge on this. But look, here's my take. If the US, if the UCL was torn, if he needed Tommy John surgery, we would know already. These guys – how many Tommy John surgeries have we seen over the years? When you need Tommy John surgery, you know. Scott Efros – they, they did the imaging, Tommy John surgery. It wasn't even a question. You know, Luis Severino, same thing. If he needed Tommy John surgery, it would be obvious um, because the, you know, that ligament is still clearly intact. Otherwise, they wouldn't be saying he could be back next month. Um, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And it seems like the brachioradialis, which I have no idea what that is. It says, if you look, up, look it up online, the brachioradialis can be injured due to overuse or by pushing the muscle beyond its capacity. So maybe his throwing program was a little bit too intense. Maybe he just wasn't warmed up properly and he was overusing that muscle. So it seems like it's a, it's a strain to that specific muscle. It's nothing to do with his UCL, which is definitely a good thing. It's a muscle pain. It's a muscle injury. It's not a ligament injury, um, which is a good sign, right, Ryan? I think that may be a good thing i'm not totally sure but that's my best take yeah no that's like you know you're feeling that pain here that's different from the so when you typically suffer some sort of uh ucl injury you feel a shooting pain in that elbow you feel it kind of like you, you feel that tingling sensation you 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 know p- pictures kind of know right pictures we've seen when guys have to like when when michael king had his elbow issue he immediately pointed to the dugout same thing with chad green you you immediately know right they they, they know these pictures uh, and, and Carl Sordon would know. He's had Tommy John surgery in the past. He would know what that feeling is like. Um, you know, that that when you're looking at that part of the forearm, that's your lateral forearm, right? You know, this is, as you mentioned, more of a muscle strain. You're not really too concerned about it being a, becoming a UCL problem. Um, you know, just a quick Google search would tell you that that's about a week or two of recovery, right? Assuming that that and the seven to, di- the seven to 10 day no throwing timeline kind of matches up with that. Since they got the imaging yesterday, I imagine he stopped throwing yesterday at the early at the at the latest yesterday was his lat definitely was not a throw day for him. So we're going to start 
start from yesterday, go to 10 days. It's a lot, about 11 days of no throwing. It's roughly around a two-week stretch right there. So that kind of matches up with that timeline. Um, again, you have to build back up. As you mentioned, you know, it, it probably occurred while he was trying to ramp up. That is actually the most common strain that you suffer while you're trying to ramp up for pitchers. Um, so it's one of those things where it's... It's not good news, right? It's never good news when a guy gets hurt. Like, it's always bad news. It's always bad news. It's never good. There's no positive that can come out of a guy getting hurt. With that being said, it is a positive that, number one, the Yankees are just shutting it down. They're not even they're not even playing around with it. And then, number two, the really good news here, it's not UCL damage. You're not concerned about that. You're not concerned about the elbow. You're not concerned about a long-term tear. It's just a mild strain. That is what the doctor said. That's not, you know, this is not, again, this is not like the Yankees and Brian Cashman and the players trying to guess what it is. The players, the, Im- the, the players got imaging. That's what we got back. I think those are the pretty, that's the best news you can get for a forearm injury, in my opinion. You're going to hate what I'm about to tell you. Um, so Max Goodman just tweeted out on the Rodone injury. Rodone felt something when he threw a slider leading up to his first spring start. He told the trainers and had maintenance treatment done, and they still pitched him anyway. Still went out and threw him out anyway. Why is this becoming a repetitive thing for the Yankees where they take injured players, players that say they have an issue, something's wrong, and then they play them and they pitch them and they don't care? This is getting ridiculous. I don't understand what the hell's going on. But if you have a guy who just signed a six-year, $162 million deal, he is arguably your best pitcher alongside Garrett Cole. Why the hell are you walking him out in spring training when he felt something in his arm, throwing a slider, and then he goes out and pitches like 50 pitches, right? This is this is getting to be ridiculous. I, I, I mean, this probably pisses you off more than anybody, if I imagine, right? Uh, I, I mean... What? Why are we pitching guys when they're? I I I I've I've been a a a staunch staunch. I've been like hammering this point for as long as the Montas situation has been a thing. Not even just that. Before that, when Marnasio went down back in October, stop pitching guys when they're hurt in non postseason games. This isn't for your World Series. Your season isn't on the line here. You don't have to pitch these guys. Scratch them. Wait it out. Let it see what happens. You know, fi- you know, it's not even like he woke up feeling sore and then threw, right? Like, I'm not saying that's good either, but like, you're not like, you're not thinking, you know, you're, you're still going to see if, it, if you can throw your way out of it, right? But if you feel something tweak and, and you, and, and you're aware that a pitcher has suffered a tweak and, and, and there is that fe- a, a pain in their elbow or any sort of that, don't pitch them. Wait, you you could have I mean you you just don't pitch them don't don't pitch these guys I, I I'm struggling to understand why guys are being pitched you know when I, I don't I I don't know when I I don't even I I I hope that maybe like there is some sort of there I don't even know what to say like I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna even try to explain because I I don't understand pitching guys when they're hurt but at least they shut it down immediately after I at least they shut it down I'm glad they just shut it down now but I don't get pitching guys when they're hurt. Like, I get not pitching guys when they're hurt, but how about not pitching guys when they're hurt during a spring training game? Like, these games mean nothing. They have no importance, especially if, if you had a injury a day before. I do not understand. I don't. I just don't get it. I'd love to hear from the training staff what made them think, yeah, like, you know, he's feeling some tightness in his forearm, feeling an injury. Uh, let's go and have him pitch a meaningless spring training game where he gets lit the hell up. Lit the hell up. You give him, what, five, six earned runs in two innings? I mean, what? 
And they didn't pull him after the first inning. They were like, yeah, like he's clearly sucking. Let's keep running him out there. I don't understand what the hell the Yankees are doing, man. It feels like malpractice to me. It feels like they don't know what's going on with their own guys. Um, it's really, really, really concerning. Um, I, I don't even know what to say. Hopefully more information comes out and kind of debunks that. But that's what we're seeing right now on social media. So we'll see what happens, guys. But, you know, Ryan, tell me, what are you thinking about the Lou Trevino injury too? losing Canely and Lou Trevino? It's kind of upsetting. Yeah, so, I mean, number one with the Rodon thing, like, I, I mean, there's a chance he didn't tell them, but I, that's just crazy to me. Uh, but the, the, the Trevino injury is kind of stunning, because, like, you just, <laughs> I mean, not, not this, like, I'm laughing just more of a sense of, like, I, I just didn't wake up expecting Lou Trevino injury news. Like, I don't really know how to, like, you kind of look at, I mean, he, he threw an outing in spring. I guess we hadn't seen him in a while, so, you know, maybe there was something up and we just didn't detect that. Uh, but that's that's kind of a tough blow for the Yankees, you know. Um, Trevino's been a very versatile reliever for this team. Um, you know, do I view him as the Yankees, you know, one of the Yankees' three most trusted guys? No, but he was that fourth guy in the postseason. Now, was that because of injuries? Sure. Um, but he was a versatile weapon. He has closing experience, and you would like to have that in your bullpen. It gives run more run for other guys that are trying to vie for pitching spots, which I guess, um, you know, is is what uh, I mean, other guys are gonna have to step up, right? Like you're gonna need Greg Weissert, Albert Abreu, you know, one of, you know, maybe a Matt Crook or a Jimmy Cordero. You're gonna need these guys to step up because the Yankees are are, are, are kind of they're, they're on the they're, they're not looking good right now uh, with the injury situation uh, to their pitching staff. I don't, the elbow sprain, that's also concerning. You know, that this is more concerning than, I think this injury is far more concerning than Rodon's in the sense of, you know, um, recovery time. Like this could actually get significantly worse. Um, and, and I wouldn't be too surprised by it. it. It's a tough blow because again, he's versatile. He can give the Yankees multiple innings. He could also give the Yankees a closing uh, option and he's got some nasty stuff. So it, it sucks to see. And, it, and now officially every guy the Yankees traded for last deadline has hit the IL, which is, crazy to me that's that's crazy like that's some of that's a mixture of you know mismanagement too yes but also some of the worst luck i think i've seen from a trade deadline yeah i mean i mean trade deadline trades in general cashman has been striking out quite badly recently on these big hauls you know whether it's the twins of course you know donaldson still up for debate if he has a good season but we're you know talking about a slim margin there and then of course the oakland trade for montas and, and trevino not very good so far so that's the latest update on the injuries, my friends. It's not looking so promising right now. Hopefully, Rodon can make a return, but you know we're going to have to turn to Clark Schmidt, Domingo German, Herman, rather, to uh, pick up the slack. Maybe the Yankees go and trade for someone. I, honestly, I just don't know. Uh, but obviously, anything that happens, any pressing news, we'll get it out to you as soon as we possibly can on all platforms, as always. Make sure to like and subscribe, my friends. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section, and we'll, uh, we'll see you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.